What's up, Jabroniacs? Hey, this podcast is on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network, and I just want to tell you, we have a bunch of other awesome shows, like Head Place. Head Place is a guided meditation podcast, completely improvised and live scored by Matt Cutler and Eric Gerson. I love these guys. They release three to five new meditations each week. Both alleviate stress and make you laugh. I mean, what more do you want? Stress and laughing. Great. Well, the stress is not good. But anyway, hey, keep up to date on the latest episodes via at HeadPlacePod on Instagram. Listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts like The Comedians of Wrestling. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. The Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, ooh, give me that Orton dick, uh, a.k.a. <laughs> Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern day goof, ha. Ah. Yeah, yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, gabba, mm, mm, mm. the girl, she's mine, and damn, she's fine. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast with your host, the Goofaraja. Baby, baby, yeah. I got a bad cold, bro. Okay. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Hey, we got a nice spicy week of hot, hot professional wrestling action. Before we get into it, I want to tell you guys, look, if you are a fan of this show, support it. Support it in such simple ways, baby. It's so simple, daddy. Okay? Give us five stars on iTunes for some reason. That helps. Give us a review that says, these guys rock the house down. Burn it down! Okay. Also, tell your friends about the show. If they like wrestling, be like, yo, get in on this community. Become a jabroniac. It's so simple to become a jabroniac. It takes one listen, and then you got it like herpes, baby. <laughs> Even if it's dormant. You don't have to keep listening to it. Once you hit subscribe, you got the you got that cow herpes for life, baby. Oh, yeah. That's our marketing scheme here. Fashion. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Also, you can get access to our bonus episodes. We just recorded an amazing bonus episode with uh, at Wrestling for Sale, an amazing merch deal. The elite, the, the elite merch dealer who gave me, Zig, look what he gave me. You saw. Yeah. I right now, on air, he gave me Bret Hart silver Goggles, and you just put them on. Yeah, yeah, baby, I can't see anything, and I don't care because I'm looking fine. Fashion. Anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, that's a bonus episode. It'll go up on the Patreon in a couple of weeks. I'm not exactly sure when, but uh, yeah. But uh, if you want to become a patron and get access to those bonus episodes and help me make my professional wrestling stand up special that I'm going to be making, I've been working on. I posted a clip today for patrons of exclusive first draft content of jokes. Uh, Go over to our Patreon page. It's uh, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. And hey, while we're talking about Patreon, let's give our uh, Zig, what do you think? We give it a shout out. Yeah, yeah to give our, some shout outs. We're behind. To our, patro- to, our, to our new patrons. Okay. Let me bring it up, baby. Hey, why don't we give a shout out to patron Aaron Finnerty? Yeah. Thanks for supporting the show. Hey, shout out to. Timothy Morris. Thanks for supporting the show. Shout out to Daniel Forey. Thank you for supporting the show. Shout out to Justin McKelvey. Because at Extreme Rules, we have a fight. Oops. 
Oops. Okay. Uh, yeah, I oopsed up right there. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Uh, oh, Eric Brock. Thanks for supporting the show. Hmm. Do we have any more? Joseph Kibler. Thanks for supporting the show. A lot of good people. Anyway, hey, we got our patrons. It's awesome. The show, the show's, the show's growing and it's showing. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I feel like you haven't taken a breath in the previous four and a half I minutes. I I can't breathe. I'm so excited about my new merch. Uh, yo, he also gave us these WrestleMania two pins. That was awesome. I bought a hat from him. I bought this wrestling hat. Anyway, that's all on the bonus episode. Speaking of the Patreon, we're gonna give you a preview of what you get on the Patreon on this Monday. Uh, I don't know what the date is. What's the date? It's the 26th. 26. Yeah, 26. February 26th. We're going to be dropping Monday morning the John Gabris episode, which our patrons have already heard. They're already ingested it. It's going to go up on our main feed. If you enjoy that, that's the kind of stuff you're supporting when you become a patron. So consider it. Okay. Uh, uh, and the last thing I'm going to say, but not least, is... On this show, we have a cash-in feature where you can get your opinion on this show. Leave us a voicemail at 316-530-2429-316-530-2429. Too much glass breaking at the beginning yeah, of Yeah, a lot podcast. of glass breaking. Uh, you know, I'm just in an Austin type of mood. Yeah. You'll probably notice I'm talking to Zig a lot here. That's because uh, Nasty Newman <laughs> decided to be nasty and not show up. Yeah, uh, with like a 45-minute notice. Yeah, just said, what are you saying, that fucking bullshit text? I think he said, uh, uh, how about it? Uh, I'm getting a little sick, guys. I can't make it to the show tonight. You know, believe it or not, people, I planned for this show, <laughs> believe it or not. And uh, we had this whole bit plan where he was going to be AJ Styles. Yeah, we were planning it. Trying to do stand-up comedy today, and I was pretty excited for it. Yeah, you know what? We, yeah, we were writing that out like an hour before you sent the sick text message. So in between <laughs> writing premises for the bits, he got sick. Yeah, what a fucking jabroni. Anyway, so let's give him some shame on here. How do we do it? Uh, hmm, is this the button? What's this do? Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do we shame him on here? Shame. Shame. I feel like shame. Newman, you should have gave us more notice. You uh, should have known better, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so me and Zig, we're going to be hosting the show without Newman. Mm. And, uh, well, you know, we'll see if he's even fucking necessary. Yeah, maybe he, uh, maybe he's outed. Maybe I'm taking the spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So, uh. Anyway, Zig, uh, now that you're, you know, now you're, uh, we got a lot of, we're gonna, we, there's a lot to cover here. Mm -hmm. Now that you're a uh, co-host for the day. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, as uh, the, I like to, think of my, like to think of myself as the liaison between our the show and the fans. I'm the first line of defense. Uh, so I think I've been getting a lot of uh, tweets and uh, DMs from the fans wondering why we haven't been playing their cash-ins lately. Yeah, and I think it's one uh, just because we've been getting on a roll here. Once the machine starts, it's very hard to stop. And also, uh, the cashins have gotten a little long. I think. Oh, so you oh you oh so you have a you're giving a report and the analysis. Yeah, uh, you're creating the cure and uh, making the disease. I don't know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you know what? I kind of just forgot to play the questions <laughs> yeah. the past two weeks. We had guests in studio, mm -hmm. and uh, and like as we're on a roll, like you said, I literally just didn't play them. Um, so I apologize to that. We are getting questions. I see uh, listener Nick Tulo and and patron. Uh, not Jabroniac, uh, Jabroniac. If you're a patron, also uh, he. <laughs> He's giving me shit being like, yeah, no one cashes in. No, we have cashes. Yeah, we have. I just stupidly don't play them. My and then people get disheartened. I will make a better conscious effort to play the cashes. But like you said, you guys need to, I need to every year remind us, this is a new year, this is 2018, mm. remind you guys how to cash in, okay? Now, maybe sometimes we dick around on this show. Maybe <laughs> sometimes I'm a little more long-winded. I'm Donnie Verbose. You know mm -hmm. that. It's one of my nicknames. It doesn't fit in the intro, but don't forget it. Some people call me Donnie Verbose. Don't ask me who. Anyway, uh, but you guys, it helps if you guys call in with a concise point. It helps the flow of the show. If you call in, kind of keep it to a minute. That would be nice. And also, go into business for yourself quickly. Just, you know, I mean, even Tulo, the timestamp, could be a little faster. Yeah, I yeah. get it. That's your gimmick. We're, we're pro wrestling. You know, Jabroni's here like... The, the the we, we want to uh, you want to you want you want to set yourself up you want to say here's my gimmick you know I like it but uh, get your point out faster you know questions are really great mm -hmm. questions that are questions I really dig those seem to make good response but hey 
it will be more effective if you just get in your concise point, right? With that said, the cashins we have this week were, I think, some of the best cashins we've got. Hey, well, I'll be I'll be the judge, mm. okay? I will be the judge, jury, and the executioner. Okay. Burn it down! Okay, so I'm going to play in burn. Let's get into it, Zig. So it's yeah. just going to be me. So you can just agree with me, nod your head in, and, you know, you yeah, know yeah. Just, uh, you're the Newman here. Uh uh, okay, so I think playing Burn It Down was completely appropriate. This was Monday Night Rollins. Um, so, okay, so I think uh, uh, I think <laughs> Rollins had an amazing, amazing week. I saw on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, some people were posting, uh, say, giving me crap for my opinions that Rollins had a bad year mm-hmm. and that his face turned and hasn't worked. Look. This let's be clear about this. I still stick to that. Rollins had an amazing episode of Raw. Amazing. We all know we all love Rollins, but we all love the architect. And that's what we got this week. Exactly. We got thank you, Zig. We got the architect again. He was in there. He was uh he was wrestling against Reigns. So think about when he did the burn it down, uh, uh when they did the burn it down chant. They're screaming burn it down at Reigns. That makes sense. It's like Rollins coming in being like, hey, this is WWE's guy. We're going to burn it down. That was like, oh, the first time I felt any semblance of like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Now, as it pertains to the architect point, uh, he was... Being the uh, 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 he was being the architect in like a couple of specific ways where he was more of like an opportunist. I still think Rollins can be a face and still be like, hey, he has like some questionable uh, approaches to it, right? Like he was going for a count out. He was going for a count out win. You know what I mean? Like that's him just being gaming the system, right? Uh, also, he had that like really quick pin on Cena. Like right when he came in, he went for like that small package. Uh, he hit him with the clothesline. It was like, oh, he punted him before Cena even took his shirt off. Like, that's just him being smart. Rollins could still be a good guy and also be have like an opportunist L- er- uh, uh, vibe to him. I think. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, it's like I said. I don't. I, when Heartbreak Kid is <laughs> Shawn Michaels, he's not not the Heartbreak Kid when he's a face or when he's a heel. Uh, so I dug that. So I was nervous about this Monday Night Rollins T-shirt. Like Rollins had the the Monday Night Rollins T-shirt, and I was like, "This is corny." Like we've seen this shirt before. With Kevin Owens for like his full title run, wore the um, oh God, what'd that shirt say? Oh, like uh, Raw is Owens. <laughs> that mm-hmm. shirt, right? He wore that, and then Revival had the Monday Night Revival shirt. So I was like, "Oh, he's Monday Night." Rollins, but it was like, oh, okay, it was really appropriate. It was a lot better than Iowa's own shirt. I mean, that is a jabroni of a shirt. I mean, I guess if you're from Iowa, but even then, like, I don't know. Jokes come easy out there in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I did not dig that. Um, uh, ooh, what is this? But yeah, but so yeah, Rollins. He, uh, oh god, I can't even read my own handwriting here. You know, normally I transfer over. To the thing, but yeah, man, my handwriting is shit. I'm surprised. Usually, he has like three or four pieces of printed out paper. I know this, I didn't print it out. This looks week. like a ransom note. I know I wrote it out. That's great. Uh, <laughs> God, what is this note I wrote? Seen what it's done to men's hands. <laughs> he AA Cena, which is also like architecty. I dug that. I think also one thing that was really helping Rollins. It's like I, I think it's. I still think saying, like, oh, Rollins face, but let's not act like WWE, this was their plan, right? This is their fallback. They added him into the, clearly he wasn't supposed to be in the chamber. He was going to do some kind of program with Jason Jordan um, or whatever plans they had originally for the Shield. And they fell into this, and they realized, like, this guy's so good that we can push him on this one episode, and he could get over. Uh, He wrestled for, uh, I don't know, over an hour. It was fucking awesome to watch he pinned reigns it was like yes rollins can pin reigns like let's remember that rollins is a top guy him and reigns should be going back and forth as top guys it's not just it sometimes feels so weird that they put reigns over rollins like no rollins had the better title run 
Uh, yeah, so Rollins, uh, 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 he wins there. That's cool. Um, and he, he pins Cena. I really thought, I had this note where I got worked. I thought that they, uh, their announcing was really weird where they kept being like, he's going to break the record. He's going to be in there forever. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, guys, like, all right, so he's clearly going to outlast this whole thing. And you're going to have pumped him up the whole time. It was a little bit like prematurely going for it. And then I got worked. He did. He, then when he got pinned, uh, I was like, oh, oh, he wasn't going to go the distance. You know, man, I would love to talk to a wrestler and just be like, how difficult is it to wrestle for that long? I can't imagine. I wrestled when I was training to wrestle. I wrestled for I mean, I was wrestling for like a half hour. I was I couldn't even. I, I was so, I was beyond dead, and I wasn't even wrestling constantly. I was taking breaks. I can't, I, I literally, I can't even imagine that. So I want to talk about the announcing a little bit during this match. Uh, Corey Graves and Coach had a, a, a great example of, I thought, like, good announcing. I know this is kind of long-winded, but uh, then we didn't show up, so it's fine. Let the soundboard do a little bit of work here, and uh, uh, let's listen to this. Once upon a time, Seth Rollins absolutely lived by the credo, whatever it takes. That's what took Seth to the mountaintop. Some people would argue maybe he's lost a little bit of that edge in recent years. If Seth can regain that sort of fire, the sky's the limit. Well, I think that what crumbled with what has happened the last couple of years happened with the knee injury, right, guys? That once that happened, he started to have to step back because he missed a significant period of time. I think he's back to being 100% healthy, and that's why the bravado is where it is. Feeling out process for these two men. So I thought that this announcing was really strong because it was authentic. And there was a lot of like, there was a lot of, uh, uh, the announcing was fully on display in this episode because it was just one long match. I mean, this episode of Raw, first off, it looked different. They have the repackaging of Raw, uh, uh, of the logos and stuff and the and the scrolls. But uh, the, the just a lot of those long gauntlet match. It made it feel like the whole, most of the show, the first like two hours were just this one match. It was awesome. It was like a bottle episode of raw. It was so awesome to watch. And, uh, it kind of contradicted a point I made on here. The other, uh, another episode where I was like, Oh, sometimes it feels good to open up raw. I like how raw opens up with, um, with like uh, a promo, you know, with, with, because sometimes it opens up with a match. It feels a little bit just like, oh, what am I going to watch? What are they setting up for the main event? But it was like, oh, if it just starts with a long-ass main event and it just never stops, or if it starts as a wrestling show and that's all it is, there's no story weaved with through it, and they do it like they did this time, uh, that's really awesome. Like, I loved how during the matches they were cutting to Renee backstage doing um, – Backstage promos, uh, interviews with people who were eliminated from the matches, like that. I re- it was super strong. Uh, yeah, great. And Rollins shines. If it's gonna be a wrestling show, Rollins is gonna shine. And uh, yeah, this was Rollins' episode. Where do they go with this? <laughs> I'm not exactly uh, sure. But yeah, in that announcing, it was like, hey, two Graves and Coach both had like really strong points that were kind of breaking kayfabe in a way where it was like, hey, Rollins, it felt like he lost his fire a little bit. And I feel like as fans, it's kind of like felt like that. And obviously a lot of that is booking, but um, it did feel like, oh, yeah, he he, he kind of like lost it. And it said, oh, it started with the knee injury. I thought it was like, yeah, let's let's actually acknowledge the things that we're saying on like this podcast and the announcing. Let's not all just be like, he's looking to burn it down and just a full on just kayfabe like character uh, 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 announcing like it actually when they were doing that Cole started to sound ridiculous because he was just doing like classic announcer stuff I thought that was really good uh, the bad announcing is when I, they were like just uh, just acting like oh my god he's gonna break this record like way before he did but then I told you I got work um, <laughs> so, yeah so I thought that was cool this is this episode of Raw is so interesting because it's like it was just like one awesome match you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, cool. This was fucking awesome. This was great. It was like a wrestling show. I thought that was, you know, it was great. Anyway, so, um, yeah, um, I thought when Cena got eliminated, I thought Cena's backstage promo also kind of hits on my point where there was authenticity there of him just being like, I'm juggling a lot. I feel like Cena is just, that's such a great way to package Cena because you're like, all right, he's 
He's uh, obviously hurt. Like, he obviously is busy. He's obviously doing other stuff. But he's always, he's like, oh, I would be better if I could focus like Rollins is focused. That's why he was able to beat me. I think that was really cool. Uh, I love the I'm juggling a lot Cena. The guy who's like, I love this business. I have such a passion for this business. And I'm such a hard worker. And normally I give it my all. And I literally just can't right now. And I'm suffering. And like seeing that bother him. Uh, great. John Cena, unbelievable on the microphone. Uh, great. Um, cool. So then, we, oh, my God. This is just a fun uh, uh, drop. Later on, Elias comes in. Elias, it was cool to watch Elias not um, do his classic shtick, like just have him just wrestle because he's a pretty solid worker. I really like watching him in ring also. He looks pretty dope, jacked up, handsome dude. I dig it. Uh, Cole went fucking nuts at one point during this match. Listen to this. Before he gets involved in that power bomb cover by Elias, kick out by Balor, Balor and Elias battling it out in the gauntlet match. <laughs> in the gauntlet match, battling out in the gauntlet match. Oh my God, yo, this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so that's awesome. Uh, so. Uh, 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 yeah, you know, whatever. The rest of the match was great. It was obviously great. We could be like, oh, that spot was cool. That was nothing. Look, these guys are all top-notch wrestlers. The question is, where do we go from here? Like, who wins this elimination chamber? It's this Sunday. Like, the obvious answer, people are texting me. My buddy's been texting me, and he, and he, he's a gambler, <laughs> and he was like, yo, uh, I just blew up the chicken man. And uh, he was like, yo, is there any chance Reigns loses this elimination chamber? You know, and I was like, uh, yes, there is. There is a chance. I was thinking about all the possibilities. My buddy actually had money on the line. And I was like, what do I really think? You know, I don't I don't gamble. So I'm like, kind of like, what do I want? And then I'm thinking I'm going to Mania in a couple weeks. And I'm like, what do, what do I want to see? Obviously, look, they got Shinsuke AJ coming up. Those guys aren't even touching each other at all on SmackDown. Like, that is going to be a hot build. That is an IWC uh, match. Like, uh, that one's going to please everybody. They can get away with doing their casual of the casual Reigns versus Lesnar rematch. Not to mention storytelling-wise, they brought up this week that uh, Reigns, was he, met, he reminded us that he was about to beat Lesnar, which is true. He did beat the shit out of Lesnar at the end of that match before Rollins cashed in. So good, the odds are, gun to the head, Reigns wins. But what, who? If you, let's think about all the options here and think about what they would actually do. They don't really need Reigns... Reigns is already, like, pretty over. The thing is that, like, I like personally Reigns with the title. I know uh, I've taken heat for it uh, as being people call me a Reigns mark. And, look, I recognize Reigns' flaws as a wrestler. I do. I, I mean, yeah, he's a, I just think he puts on good matches. And also, I prescribe to the philosophy that somebody said to me, I'm a Magic the Gathering card player, okay, Zig? You know this? Yeah, I, I actually do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I. I and I, I listen to this podcast. It's the head designer, the lead designer mm-hmm. of, of Magic Gathering. And it's, oof, if you think wrestling is dorky, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, I'm always fascinated by the design of the game because it's such a convoluted, complicated game. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me the question. I've said this in the podcast before. They say, uh, why do you guys make bad cards, right? Yeah. And he's just like, so the good cards are good. And I think that's kind of like how I see it. I'm like, you can't rain. It's like, it's the same thing as like what good and bad, cool and uncool. None of it. It's all yin and yang. Right. And it's easy to lose sight of that. It's a simple concept, but it's easy to lose sight of in the, in the, in the, in the, in the long term. Like, so rain makes other guys look cool because he's not cool. You know what I mean? And he's a top guy. So he makes other... When other guys get to touch this guy, they look cooler. Right? If you have AJ go head-to-head with Reigns, 
It makes AJ look cooler because he's the real champion. Contrast. He's, Right, the contrast. The one guy is a made guy. That moment in the in the uh, in the Royal Rumble when you had Vince's guys versus the IWC new guys, right? It's like that doesn't exist without it. What if those IWC guys were just the top guys? Then what happens? They just wrestle. That's boring. The heat of the fact that there are made WWE talents, not to mention that Elias and Braun Strowman, everyone's favorite guys right now are made WWE talents. They are what they meant to do with Reigns. But anyway, um, no. But I, I do love that role of specifically of the guy who's like kind of vanilla, like the Cena, the role, and he can win always. And I think Reigns with the belt serves what they kind of want Brock Lesnar to be that's not really successfully happening. Like, they like the fact it's like Lesnar's the champion and all these guys are hungry to go after him. But Lesnar's just never there. And it's just time for him to go. So the guy to beat is like Reigns. Like, the guy to beat who it's like, God, fucking I hate this guy. He deserves to be there. He's got the look. He's got the stuff. He's got Vince behind him. And, man, he's so corporate. It's his oldest time. Reigns. And it, it, it makes him even better that he's a jabroni on the mic. It makes it even better that he's super vanilla. It, like, it makes it even better that you question if he even deserves it. And then you see him wrestle. You go, oh, he, oh, he, he can wrestle. And it's even better that like his moves get over. Like that Superman punch on Rollins, it looks so strong. But you hate the Superman punch. You hate his ooh-ah taunt. You, you know, oh, he gives a spear even. Oh, and he gives the spear. You're like, the spear, which is like the most cliche move at this point to give. It's... So tired, but he wins. He retires the Undertaker with the spear. That guy makes wrestling cool. You have no CM Punk. Well, he makes wrestling uncool, and because he makes it so uncool, when the cool guys come in, they really pop off of that. And so I think Reigns, if you have a title reign of Reigns coming off of Mania, it's so good long-term for WWE. I, like, I want to watch the 2018-2019 wrestling, you know, the the Mania 35 season. I want to see Reigns, guys stepping up to Reigns. And then I want to see somebody be taken down. Uh, I want to see somebody who's new. Uh, let's say a Joe, a Balor, um, a Miz even, uh, who's you know not exactly the mold here, but Miz breaks a lot of rules. You know, a Rollins, you want to see these guys take the belt off of Reigns and you guys go nuts for it, you know? Uh, th the problem is that it doesn't happen with Lesnar because right now Lesnar's not around at all. He's more, he's corporate. Like, he's there's no feeling behind Lesnar except for, like, he feels main event, which is valuable. But with all this talent coming up, I still think a little Reigns title run would be really cool for the Raw picture. Uh, yeah, because we'll see. Think about it. Right now, we get universal title matches only on the big four pay-per-views and a couple of other random ones. I don't know the exact stats, but yeah. So anyway, let's think about the the universal title going into this match. All right, whoever wins this decides who's in that. The question, first question is, should it be a one-on-one -on -one match? I think it has to be. I can't really see any way that they make it a triple threat except for if they shoehorn Finn in because he has, um, he because he's never got his defense. He's never got his rematch for losing the title, but he also had to like relinquish it. So I don't know. To me, it's like do you, you get a rematch because you got hurt. I mean, you got hurt, right? If we think of it in terms of like competition, it's like if you get hurt during a match, right? When Enzo won that match, uh, he or not Enzo, sorry, he who shall not be named, uh. He won that match against Cass because Cass got hurt. Like, that's just them's the rules. That's not like a rematch. Decisive win. But I guess you can also make the argument that uh, Chris Weidman, uh, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva got that rematch because his leg broke on Weidman's leg. But he lost the rematch anyway. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, by the way, I pulled that clip from the opening of the Rumble. Uh, I mean, what a great way to start a rumble. So let's think about all the possibilities here. Reigns, the possibilities there. The, the match won't suck. The match won't. The match will be fine. Reigns versus Lesnar at Mania will be fine. 
Oh, say so one on one. So I think it should be one on one because I can't. I feel like it'll be shoehorned. And we just saw a double pin, which is another way to do it. Maybe, maybe a cool way to do it is have uh, two guys. Maybe if you have like the two last guys in, have a double knockout, like a double. They like beat the shit out of each other so hard, like you know, Forrest Griffin and what's the other guy's name? I don't know. That's your psycho. The psycho killer, whatever that UFC fight where they beat each other up so bad, it was a, like a real head turn, like something like that, uh, where it's like, oh my god, these guys like they fought so hard they earned it. But I, the last thing I personally want to see, and I don't see them doing it, is like you, like Miz being like Miz wins, and then like you cheated in the chamber, so we're gonna add somebody else. Uh, yeah, I, I let's just assume it's one one v one, which is what I hope it is. I don't, yeah, uh, yeah, hmm. Man, I'm going, I'm thinking. AJ versus Shinsuke, we know, is going to be 1v1. So they could get away with it. And Lesnar really thrives in a triple threat environment. It's like his MO, that formulaic approach of, like, someone throws him through a table and someone else comes. But they just did one. Now, let's assume it's going to be 1v1. I think it's going to be 1v1. Let's go through the options here. Finn. I don't, I, I don't see that happening. I think that, I think that's their worst choice. I don't think Finn is ready. I mean, Finn is ready per se, like he can put on a match or whatever. But the storytelling wise, Finn Lesnar, there's just there's stuff, nothing to it. I, I don't personally see it. Uh, and uh, yeah, cool. So next one, Rollins coming off Monday, a Rollins win is is a really cool move. I think people, everyone knows that it wasn't the plan, which they love. Wrestling fans mark out for a, a, a switch in plans, Daniel Bryan style, because we know that he, he had other plans. But if they throw him in there and they throw him in that match and then maybe put Reigns with Rousey, <laughs> I mean, that'll get Rousey booed. They'll never do that in that mix tag. They'll never do that. They don't want Rousey to get booed. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Rollins, I think people just mark out so hard. And then you have a match people are pumped for. And Rollins going over, they already have story built in from him stealing the belt from him at the heist of the century in Mania 31. That So I, I just think that is big time. Lesnar sells the matches on his own because uh, he's Brock Lesnar. And Seth Rollins is their new guy. I mean, Reigns are, yeah, that to me, I've said it from day one, I, Rollins, it's smart. And they've already proven that uh, he can work as a, on Monday, they say he could work as a face. I feel like he he's got from that match. He got his face heat. They could keep it going. So I think it's a really smart win. Have Rollins go in there and also have him be a fucking workhorse again. Keep this momentum going. This whole whatever it takes angle, which is basically another way of calling him the architect. Uh, <laughs> but it's a little off because the architect was like, oh, he plans. He always has a plan B. He's 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 always like gaming, you know. The whatever it takes is a little more just like he cheats. That's a little more opportunistic in a way that's a little sloppier, a little edge style. So architect, it always felt like more crisp, more precise. And it went with his look. His look was so like slick. He had the slick hair. He had the X Men costume on. Um, yeah, but so I think Rollins. Uh, Rollins a really smart win. He comes in there. Oh, main they have that history. That's, hmm, I love that. Yeah, I love, ooh, and imagine Reigns came and interrupted it, like, the, as payback, and then Lesnar retains. I mean, whatever. I think that's really cool. All right, let's go to the next option. So the next option is Elias. Eh, no, it just, I mean, he's not ready. Elias is ready for a match at WrestleMania, no question, but no, I, I don't see it. It won't, it's, yeah, it won't work. Um, we've never seen the match, I guess. I don't know. Strowman. Look, Strowman, I don't know what you do if you're WWE with Strowman, except for the, the, the match for Strowman, to, in my head, is Undertaker. Like, if you get Strowman Undertaker, that is, like, fucking killer story like i don't know how you do it have have other taker show up but it looks like he's not wrestling uh but uh yeah stroman look stroman is white hot he keeps being white hot he keeps defying the odds this is how aj styles was made 
people remember AJ Styles had horrific booking when he came in, and he was so good. He was so undeniable. AJ Styles is so good that he can cut a jabroni of a promo like he did to open up SmackDown. I mean, the guy stumbling over his words. <clears throat> didn't dig it. Uh, not that I'm not stumbling over my words, but uh, that's probably because I didn't do my... Anyway, uh, cool. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> every time I do the soundboard, it distracts me. I'm like, why? Why did I do that? It didn't help me at all. Uh, it just it completely derailed my thought. It just this <laughs> is hot garbage. Yeah. This <laughs> is hot garbage. I don't know. Uh, What's this dude? So yeah, Stro oh, that got me back on. So Strowman. <laughs> so yeah, so Strowman. Uh, he's so white hot. It's like fuck. I mean, sure. If Strowman wins, everyone's going to be like, this makes sense. The guy's ready. Like, no better way to put him over. Look, we only saw them 1v1 one time. If you think that we've seen, I think you're. it would be cooler if we never saw these guys touch, right? That's true. It would be way cooler if we never saw Strowman versus Lesnar like we did at No Mercy. Everyone knew at the time. It's like, why are you blowing this match? We got it with Cena Reigns because it was like... um, you know, uh, Cena's probably got a scheduling issue, whatever. Let's just do it. And, you know, being precious about matches, that's when you do that, they never happen. I mean, look at the Shield, right? If they if they were planning that three-way for this mania, imagine it wouldn't have happened. We got it like two years ago or whatever. Anyway, but still, Strowman Lesnar can put on a match. That would be such a juxtaposition, such a cool contrast to the AJ Shinsuke match, which is going to be like a classic, you know, uh, you know, it's it's AJ Shinsuke is going to be probably a four and a half to five star match or I don't know about five. It'll be a four and a half star matches because the heat will help it, you know, also. But uh, Strowman Lesnar, imagine make it extreme rolls or something and just have these guys just fucking destroy each other, throw them through everything. I mean, I just think, yeah, people will be into it, and it'll be a classic WrestleMania match. It'll be like, remember the time those two monsters? <laughs> and not just two monsters, two, like, super athletic guys. Uh, did I, I, think, I, I mean, people will be into it. So this is just a great option. I'm more into the Rollins option because I think it's like, let's get let's get Rollins going. But they, if they do Rollins, then you need to have a good match for Strowman. It's important to make a space for Strowman, a nice match for Strowman at Mania, okay? All right, let's think about the other options. Uh, Cena. Cena, Lesnar. Look, this is not a terrible option. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, the, Cena, anytime Cena goes for the title now, it's to get the 17th title, to be the, to break the flare record. Uh, and it's against a guy who he historically has a lot of trouble beating. Uh, he, you know, he beat the shit. Remember that SummerSlam? He suplexed him. He took him to Suplex City 16 times. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Close your eyes. Remember it. It might have been 14, but whatever. I'm getting my numbers mixed up. That's fine. Anyway. But I think uh, if you think about this as a moment of like, look, my career, who knows how many more... Keep in mind, Cena on the mic. Think of the package. Cena being like, this might be my last shot to do this. Like, I'm being pulled in different directions, which he's already set up. I'm already losing matches. I lost to Shinsuke this year. I lost to Roman Reigns. Like, I'm losing stuff. Like, time is on my side. My schedule's on my side. I'm I'm married. That's Everything is not on my side right now. The factors are all against me. This is my last shot to get to, you know, to, to lock in my legacy. And it's against the guy who historically I can't beat. The unstoppably juiced up rock. Right? Guys, you would mark out about it. You would like it. Uh, anyway, it's not my number one option, but the build there is main event. The build there is WrestleMania. The problem with it is coming out of WrestleMania. It's time to rebuild. It's like a new generation of star. And it, that the problem is that it's not making they shouldn't be really wasting mania moments on old dogs uh it's time to there's so much new talent a lot of these new talents are already like in their 30s they're not like super young dudes um they are super hot dudes gay fabe uh but yeah great um so this brings us to so cena so my options cena is a good option 
Reigns is a, a very mediocre option. Strowman is a great option. Rollins, great option. These are all great options. This makes the chamber really cool. Um, Finn is my mediocre option. Elias, mediocre option. Last guy. Um, and the reason I mentioned this guy last is, I just want to make sure, did I miss anybody? I said Cena. I said Reigns. I said Rollins. I said Strowman. I said Finn. And then I said Elias. Yes, one more because there's seven. The Miz. Okay. <laughs> the Miz is a really fucking cool option. Okay. I don't think I have to say hear me out. I think a lot of you probably agree with me. Welcome to the most must-see WWE talk show in history. Welcome to Cow TV. Uh, but the Miz is a really cool option because first off, all right, he has the IC belt, so it takes the IC belt out of contention, which uh, out of the Mania picture if he's going for the Universal title. But I mean, my ideally Mania is not full of a bajillion matches in my head. Uh, I, I would like it to be less matches and more longer, substantial matches. You know, matches. I'd like to see some more twenty-minute matches. You know, uh, and up. So yeah, instead of like five-minute matches. God, I I was at Mania last year. It was just like the music hit, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go take a piss quick, and then the music would hit before I took a piss. Like it was over. I was like, what? God. Anyway, so Miz. All right, so. I think Miz made this awesome promo that stuck with me against Cena last week where he was like, I'll do whatever it takes. It's the whatever it takes thing. I'll do whatever. I cheat to win, right? And I imagine if you have his pre pregnant wife, Maurice, there, okay, and she's there ringside. You know, she'll be behind the ba barricade just watching her husband uh, headline mania, right? And I just think, like, Miz will just cut an amazing promo being like, this is my time. And like Lesnar will beat the shit out of him and he'll have all, he'll just keep cheating. He'll keep cheating. I don't know. I just think it could be like such a really cool, uh, mania match. And then like, imagine Miz walks out universal title, uh, intercontinental champion coming out and like where we go from there. I just think that could be really cool. I would, I would love to watch it. I think Miz is main event. And so, all the promos leading up to it. I mean, let you know, I just think it'd be really fucking cool. I'd be more excited for that than I would be more excited for the Strowman build because we've seen that Strowman build. I'd be more excited for it than the Cena. And I, I, the build-wise, the Miz match is the build I'd want to see the most. Imagine Miz talking himself into the fact that he could beat Lesnar. Imagine him training with all these big guys, you know, and you know he's already admitting he's going to cheat to win. Before the match starts, they're checking in. They're checking his tights for brass knocks. It would be such a WWE-style match. Uh, and it's time for... It's, it's, I don't know. Miz is fucking awesome. I would love that. Great. So my, uh, my, my, my choice, what I want to see... I want to see Miz win the Elimination Chamber. That's what I want to see, which might contradict me saying Rollins earlier because realistically, I think Rollins is a really good choice, and that's, like, what I'd want to see. But when it comes down to, like, yo, Dan Black, the fanboy booking, I'm like, yo, give me the Miz. Give me that Miz, Miz, Miz. Miz TV, we are... Okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so that's the Elimination Chamber, chamber which is in Vegas, Zig. The Elimination Chamber's in Vegas on Sunday. Oh, awesome. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna see, is my wife in town? And she is in town. But I was like, maybe I'll drive there. It's only a four-hour drive, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, we'll drive there and then go watch the Elimination Chamber. And you're like, I don't know. I, mean, I could totally see you doing that, though. I know, I know. But it's like, it just, sometimes it just. Well, have you, have you, have you asked her yet? Uh, to marry her? To, uh, yeah, yeah no, to we're marry married her. already. Marry, yeah. Yeah. No, to do the elimination chamber. If she wants to go, yeah, that make you maybe you could like turn into like a weekend. Like Saturday is like couples, couple stuff, and then Sunday is like. Dude, my wife hates wrestling. Like she hates it so much. I mean, she she likes that I like it, but yeah. I feel like if she if I plan a trip and I'm like, and also we'll see wrestling. It's like <laughs> that's not like an I don't that doesn't give me any husband points. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't. It's like all right, you're you're like. You're trying to shoehorn this in here. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe you could go up there. Women and do some... don't like. I mean, maybe not women across the board. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no. One hundred percent not. Yeah, I don't want to be swampy. I mean, although the swamp and chief is not here. The, the yeah, sw yeah. The swamp and near. I can't. Swamp make, and near. I can't make the swamp if Newman's not here. Yeah. But um, uh, 
I do feel like a lot of the women I've been with in my life, they don't like the two birds with one stone. Yeah. Men love two birds with one stone. Yeah, well, we think we're being crafty. Like, you know, we think, we think we're, <laughs> we're being efficient when really we're just pulling the wool over their eyes. Yeah, I, like, I mean, but, I, but it's not pulling the wool because I'm not like... It, it is in a way, but it is. Like, it's transparent. Like I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it. Like it's pulling the wool would be like we go to Vegas and it's awesome, yeah. and then I'm like, then like uh, Saturday night we go out to eat. We go to um, what's a good Benny restaurant Hanna's. over there? We go to yeah, amazing restaurant, Benny Hanna, <laughs> top restaurant. We go all the way to Benny Hanna's. It's man, we're sli- they're slicing and dicing. They're doing the whole smoke, the onion, uh, you know, the on- onion teepee. Yeah, 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 they're doing that, and she's like, "This is incredible." And then Saturday night, we have an awesome. We gamble, we win, we go to town, we're dancing. Right, Sunday rolls along, we wake up, we get one of the, like a brunch, a brunch buffet. Mm-hmm. We do that. We go, we see David Copperfield, and then they see, oh, it's not on right now because he touched the kid or whatever, whatever <laughs> reason. David Copperfield's not on, yeah. and then it's like you know, four p.m. Well, let's just walk the strip. Yeah. Okay, we watch the water dance at the Bellagio, and we're watching. We walk by uh, the Paris. Oh, look, it's like the tower. And all of a sudden, we get up to the T-Mobile Arena, and I'm like, oh, look, honey, can you believe this? <laughs> it's the Elimination Chamber. That would be the funniest way to execute that, though. Can you? I mean, honey, can you believe this? I mean, we. this is, like, amazing. What, what are the odds that the WWE pay-per-view, the Elimination Chamber, would be here in Vegas on our Vegas trip. That would be pulling the wool. Very, that would be the uh, sitcom dad approach to yeah. to doing that. <laughs> that would be amazing. But instead, I try the you know uh, the uh, the you know the um, I try the uh, oh, God sucks when I can't get the drop in time. I wasn't going to say anything. I thought you were going to find it. Before. See a fourth wall. I try to get to see a fourth wall and be like, I think it's great. Well, I'll go see wrestling and we'll also hang out. Yeah, I mean, let that be a thing. Yeah, have a three day weekend, get some sets in. I'm sure there's a. You can walk into some there and get some get some time on stage. Yeah, we're going to Brad Garrett's. <laughs> get, get up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but I was I was thinking about going, but I don't think I'm gonna go. You gotta at least shoot the shot. Yeah. So my wife is texting me right now. She's on. She said Adam Sandler's about to go up after her on the show tonight. That's fucking oh, <laughs> Eric. You're gonna give the company to Eric. <laughs> Eric. He's a bad man. Uh, <laughs> I just realized I do a terrible Sandler. Yeah, to be in that green room. <laughs> I've met Adam Sandler a couple times, you know, and uh, it hasn't gone well for me. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit. Okay, so, um, all right, let's hit some cash-ins, right? Yeah, you got some good ones. All right, let's hit the cash-ins. Guys, that was my full chamber analysis. All right, here's uh, Turner talking about Elias. I walk with Elias, and I walk with Strowman 316. What's up, Cal Nation? This is Turner, longtime Jabroniac, first time cash in. And if you're not going to put the WWE Championship on Elias or Braun Strowman, give them the tag belts because what they did on Monday night was just amazing. Like Elias doing his regular thing with a guitar, and Braun Strowman comes out with a fucking bass guitar, (laughs) breaks the damn strings. It was great. I think they could. They'd be a really good tag team. I think they have good chemistry together, and I'd really love to see what they do uh, down the line if they ever do become a tag team. Anyway, that's my cash in. Gaba, gaba, fucking we. Gaba, gaba, fucking we. Gaba, fucking we. Yeah, baby. Hey, Turner, thanks for cashing in. That's from last week. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, it's still hot. He was giving a nice, see that? Nice opinion there. Says, hey, put the tag belts on Strowman and Elias. And then, you know, you, and, yeah. yeah, I think that's not a bad In and thing. Out. Yeah. Oh, Corey Graves. We talked about Corey Graves, who has a nice, spicy, Skylar Aston, Jabroniak, texted me today. What did he say? To be like, yo, check out Corey Graves' new hair. Hashtag, you know, hashtag gay fame. Uh, I was like, yeah. So he's got his road to WrestleMania. He's like half Super Saiyan, uh, a little bit of spice, and a little yeah, bit of blonde some, in there. Let me this up real fast. Yeah, check it out. He's got a little bit of platinum in there. It looks like by Mania, he'll be full on platinum and it'll be Super Saiyan. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's over. His power's over 4,000. 9,000. 9,000. Yeah, yeah. Ronda Rousey wore that shirt at WrestleMania 31, by the way. I could see that. Yeah. That seems about. She wore that her. shirt in the ring with The Rock. It's like, was that Vegeta says that? Or yeah, what? Vegeta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so um, 
Yeah, let's check out another cash in about Corey Graves. Hey, what's up? This is the leader of the Midwestern elite, Eric Brocht, a.k.a. the original misfit, a.k.a. the Hollywood reject. Rest in peace, Io West. <laughs> so I'm watching Raw. The replay on Hulu, the main event. I can only watch Mandy Rose corrupt so many times that I just had to call in. First off, to say that I don't know why we're giving Corey Graves a pass on the swamp. I keep trying to come at it at, at a different angle about, oh, no, he probably means that she's, you know, he respects her. No, no. It's the swampiest of swampy behavior, his commentary towards her. On that note, when it comes to Michael Cole's commentary regarding Seth Rollins and the gauntlet match, nauseating. How has he not found a stride in 20 years of how to – he can't put someone over without you immediately getting the – it's just I, – I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but I already don't like Seth Rollins, even though that was impressive. But I just – they can't put anyone over without having to shove it down your throats. But anyway, that's it. Wait, shit. Zig, there's no Later. way I can rewind on this, right? No, not or without. Or fast forward? No. Shit. Why? All right. Well, I think I misunderstood one of his points there. I, I, I wanted to hear the beginning of the point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right. Well, you're just going to have to take that point, for guys, because I don't want to miss. I have a response, but I not exact, I want to double check what he uh, was saying. But, hey, Eric Brock, thanks for, uh, thanks for cashing in. Let's get you one here. One more cash in? Yeah. Hey guys, it's Justin from Orange County. I was just curious, are there two wrestlers that come to mind that you always get confused for one another? Like, for instance, mine are Matt Seidel and Matt Riddle. Um, anyway, stoked to see you guys out at Bar Wrestling. So, catch you later. Bye. Justin, what up, dude? Um, yeah, Bar Wrestling's tomorrow on Thursday night. Um, I, I probably can't make it, unfortunately. I got um, I got two stand-up shows. With Adam it's tough Sandler. juggling being a stand-up and also uh, <laughs> a degenerate wrestling, wrestling, wrestling fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't miss spots. I yeah. can't miss spots to go watch wrestling. Because yeah. all I do is watch wrestling. <laughs> but uh, I really do want to go. It's uh, James Ellsworth is wrestling. <laughs> um, two wrestlers that I get mixed up. Hmm. <sighs> I used to get Billy Joel and Michael Keaton mixed up <laughs> when I was younger. They looked similar when they were younger. When they're now, they look, yeah. one looks like a fucking walrus, and, <laughs> and uh, that's tough to say as a Long Islander. But listen, I'm sh- sometimes I'll shoot on Billy, uh, Billy the Kid. Oh man, me and Arlen, we go back and forth, and we go Bruce Springsteen versus oh Billy God. Joel. It's Arlen's Jersey, fucking jabroni. Yeah, that sounds. And he thinks Bruce is the best thing ever, and I'm a fucking, you know, a, a whimsical Billy Joel guy. You know, I like singing about exactly what you mean. <laughs> no metaphor. Uh, <laughs> two wrestlers I get mixed up. Hmm. I know I have one. I just can't think. Um, this would help if Newman was here because he could chime in. You know, uh, what I mean, it's putting a lot. Swamp Hogs. Uh, 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 you know what? Alex oh. Jones. Uh. <laughs> uh, what Newman? Are you on your phone again, Jabroni? <laughs> um, to, I don't. I, I don't think. I think I watch wrestling so much that uh, if Roman Reigns had a twin and they had like one uh, like birthmark difference, I'd be able to tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know who Dash. I can't tell the difference between which one's Dash and which is Dawson, but that's not what you're talking about. I'll think about this and I'll, I'll bring this back up. Yeah, um, yeah, indie guys definitely. There's so many indie guys that bleed together. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to think about this too much on here. I um, damn it. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, I'll th- I'll get back to you. Justin. You'll post it in the Facebook group. All right. Yeah. Let's get back to the. Get back to my handwritten notes, baby. Let's. How do we get back on track in the show? You know. Okay, the match has begun. Okay, so Ronda Rousey, I saw she's training. They showed her training video, which, by the way, um, 
Ronda Rousey. They did the thing that I believe uh, Jabroni Agnick Tulo brought up, which was show her training, you know, and then people will respect her more. And I think that's a good call. They showed her boxing, but they also show her training at Santino Brothers, which is actually where I trained for a little bit. It's like very popular out here. Um, one thing I'll say is that Santino Brothers, yes, a legit school. But if you remember, everyone gave Ava Maria a lot of shit for training at Santino Brothers with Kendrick also. Because it was like, oh, she gets to be in L.A. She gets to have her own. There's exceptions to the rules for her. And no one's get, no one's bringing that up for Rousey. Like, she doesn't have to go be full-time at the Performance Center. Like, she's clearly not there always. And people are giving her shit for that. Uh, you know, I don't know. There's a double standard there. Uh, and that's why we lost all red everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, but cool. I thought that is a good start for Rousey. Like, show her training. It, 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 it will get that momentum. I did... Um, Look it up because I was curious. I was like, oh, maybe they're kayfabe. Like, she's in L.A. doing Hollywood stuff, and they went to Santino Brothers to film the footage. But she actually has been training there, mm. so it's legitimate. So, yeah, let's see what she does. Um, nothing really to say there. Uh, Asuka cut a pretty... This is her first time where, like, she had trouble with English. Like, you, she, you, not that she always does well with it, but you could see that she was looking for the word. And it was like, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting what's on this script. And... Um, I feel like if that happens, she should just go right into Japanese. Like, those Japanese promos are awesome. Like, I think it's really cool to cut promos in Japanese. Like, they don't always have to be, like, super yelly, I don't think. The yelly is awesome. I love it. But I think she could just cut promos in Japanese and just be like, I'm, like, awesome. You should know my language. Get someone to translate this. Like, you know, I think there's something there that I'm like, yeah, just do it. Like, anything that makes them, like, more comfortable would be good. Uh, With um, this Sasha heel turn... Um, I mean, obviously that she's going heel, but it's just like the announcers are just saying, like, I think her attitude is getting a little worse. It's like, why not have a big heel turn on Bailey? I mean, clearly it's going to happen before Mania, but like, it's so teased that when it happens, like, it's not, this is not like tension buildup. This is just like revealing your tipping your hat too much. Not to say, like, this women's segment in general, like, sorry, it had, like, the men stole the show this week. And, like, this women's segment, like, was the whole, they had, like, the whole back, I don't know if, you know, if I'm doing, uh, if I'm doing a golf metaphor, it wasn't the back nine. It was the, <laughs> the women don't get back nines. They, they get, uh, you know, the back two or whatever. They don't get as much time. But they, I mean, to end Raw, they didn't really, they couldn't really get that heat. Alexa Bliss, not on the mic. Alexa Bliss as a face, I'm worried about it. Dave Schilling was here last week and was not worried because, like, she's a talker. To me, she loses a lot of her vibe if she's not going to talk, if she's not going to be, like, a jerk. Uh, I think, yes, she can figure it out, but she cannot get heat when she wrestles. I mean, that's it. It was dead silent in there. Now, yeah, I mean... They need to figure out a way to build more meaningful stories with the women. And the most meaningful story they have is the Bailey-Sasha thing. And it should have the title involved. And it should get more time. And it should be more brutal. And uh, I don't really know. It seems like they're kind of in a pinch here because they got Alexa as the champ. And they don't want to make look her, weak, her look weak because she's their ace talent. But if uh, Alexa and Nia, I can't see being a match that gets more than five minutes of mania. Like, uh, I don't know. I, you know, that's like a free show match to me. Uh, I guess I'm I'm just not a Nia Jax mark at this point. Uh, yeah, not much to say there. So just on to SmackDown. <laughs> to Time to talk about SmackDown, 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 SmackDown. Wait, whose entrance music is this? I don't recognize this song. Oh, it's time! Everybody knows it's time to talk about SmackDown. Smack it down. Keep going. Smack it down. <laughs> Do the whole smack song. Smack it down. Yeah. Smack, smack down. Smack down. <laughs> All right. I'm having fun listening to myself. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, SmackDown. Not much to say here, guys. <laughs> uh, fucking, I mean, this was kind of a, I mean, this is a slow week for SmackDown. It's okay. It's the go-home pay-per-view for Raw. Raw, Raw stole the show this week. Uh, it's good. Uh, I'm cool with it. Uh some cool matches in there. Like, well, I always watch Ziggler Owens. I'll watch that match I, uh, forever. I love those guys. 
AJ, man. So the crowd was fucking hot for AJ Styles, man. AJ Styles, we know. The real deal. Dude's the champion. We get it. Awesome. Boy, oh boy, should he not try to be funny. That He had this... He's like, you had your boil lanced? He's like, did you have your boil lanced? And Owens is just like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? He's like, oh, yeah, the, the, it was uh, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane is a boil. You get it? Because there's a boil on your back. And then, like, because he's, like, kind of tied to you and you guys never separate. And also, because... Uh, you know, a boil's like when water gets real hot. And oh no, I'm not being a coast. I'm being a coastal elite, coastal elite. She I'm not on fucking my pig. No, no, um, no, it's a Black Mirror reference. But I, uh, yeah, no, it's just like AJ. We don't need you to be funny. Just be the champion. Like, just be cool. He, Cammy was not funny. Do not try to be funny. We don't. Need it. We just need you to come out and be like, I'm the best. Check out my Japan tapes. Check out my matches. Like, you're awesome. You look cool. People are chanting for you. That, that's it. Uh, he's just, you're just, he's just not funny. You listen, man, it's okay to just be the best wrestler in the world. Maybe arguably one of the best of all time, especially in ring, having one of the best careers ever. You're going to headline WrestleMania. You don't need to be funny also. Not everyone needs to be funny, okay? Let me fail at being funny, okay? You don't need to fail at being funny. Let me squander my life and my parents' money and my education on being funny. You don't need to do it also. Okay, Zig? Anyway. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jinder is a fucking dud. Uh, man, I told you Jinder was going to have a bad 2018, and boy, oh boy, was I right. Uh, here are my notes. Bobby Roode wore a suit. That's a note. I mean, that was cool over the robe. Shouldn't always be in a robe. The robe is for matches, but I don't know where they're going here. Bobby Roode's, uh, you know, he's failing to find Edge and uh, Christian. No. Uh, Shane versus Daniel Bryan, they had, like, one of the most unnatural, poorly acted segments ever. First off, they cheated out the camera in a way that was so unnatural. It was like two guys on a subway car. I mean, they were like, like they could have been just doing an improv scene where they're like holding a fake handle, like they're in the subway car. Why are they fully turned towards the camera, not looking at each other at all? It was like, well, you know, you're not being nice to me, and you're not being nice to me. It's like, well, guys, let's, if you're going to actually break cave, like pretend to break cave for a little bit, like get in each other's faces, make it look unnatural, have the camera move along a bit, a little bit. I don't like the way that that segment was produced, didn't look good, and it was acted poorly, and I blame the way it was produced for that. Charlotte versus Ruby at Fastlane. All right, that's fine. Whatever. And then we had AJ versus Corbin, and AJ won. Uh, that was all that happened on SmackDown. Um, yeah, so anyway, dudes, jabronis. Uh, that's our uh, that's our episode because uh, Newman didn't show up. <laughs> this is what Newman's at home listening to. He's sick and he's feeling bad for himself. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, Shut up, uh, yeah, yeah. I got a cat. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, no, he's at home rocking out. Newman, you think that when he's sick, he's like feeling bad for himself and like the basement is his his girlfriend's like, I'm in the She's like, Where are you? Like, I'm in the basement, leave me alone. He cranks up the music. He's sitting <laughs> sitting next to the speakers like fucking Jesse Pinkman trying to block yeah. out his murder thoughts. Does some therp- therapeutic <laughs> head banging. <laughs> I need another tattoo to symbolize my. I want to get a thermometer with 101 temperature. Oh, man. Uh, we should campaign the Newman should get a tattoo that says, You just made the swamp. Yeah, he should. He should get. He should get a cow tattoo. Yeah, yeah. You should. Why not? Well, I mean, once he once he's decimated his body with those fucking <laughs> emo tattoos, what's the big deal? Um. Anyway, uh. So, yo, everyone, if you dig this show, Monday we got Gabriel's episode coming out on the main feed as a Patreon 
preview. We're going to give some previews of the Patreon to kind of get mm-hmm. it going. But the comp, we will have exclusive content for patrons, okay? Uh, right now, they're Ryan Stanger, HGH Steroids. One of the best episodes yeah. we've done, period. We got a Skylar Aston bonus episode coming out on the Patreon uh, where we talk about how he was at, uh, at SummerSlam 91. Uh, that was dope. Um, and then we also did with fucking Ted at Wrestling For Sale. Told us about all about wrestling merch. I made a merch purchase on <laughs> on, on air. I uh, bought this dope ass wrestling hat. Uh, and he gave me all these gifts. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, so hey, if you want to support, check out support the show. Check out patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. And also, if you keep, you know, I get it, that has funds involved. There's so many ways you can support the show for free. Send it to a friend. Give the show five stars on iTunes. It's a quick review. That's awesome. Post about it you're, uh, in other wrestling forums. You're going to be like, hey, I know that this show is great. Still listen to this show. But hey, check out this show. I know as a wrestling as a podcast listener, I'm o- I'm always running out of podcasts. I want more and more. Totally. Yeah. I feel like I don't have enough wrestling podcasts, and I'm not always in the mood for the uh, 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 like wrestling historical uh, podcast. I am always want like more current stuff. So, and then that stuff's awesome. But anyway, hey. All right. I'll shut up. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.